Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. Welcome to another Storytellers AZ podcast here. Coming from Gangplank, my name is Matt Fox. I blog at PersuasionTheory.com. And to my right is... La Pen. <laughs> and Debbie Walker. Wendy Conning here. <laughs> How sweet of an opening was that? <laughs> Smooth. Um, and we were talking about before is putting emotion in your writing. Mm-hmm. And is there a boundary? How do you go about doing that? And are there things that stop you, huh. Wendy? So I'm writing a book about about things that have happened to me and my first ex-marital relationship. And I posted it. LaPan actually gave me some really good feedback. What it was was that I'm not putting all of the emotion in this that I could. Or any of that one. Or, or any in that piece. And really what I am doing is kind of walling myself off from it all. But, at, okay, on one hand, I, I want to write all the emotion down and I want to get it out of my head. But on the other hand, I read a lot of things that... So I have a hard time when I am watching sad things or reading sad things and they affect me very, very personally. So mm-hmm. I guess in a way I'm, I'm number one, afraid to face these emotions. Number two, I I don't want to inflict them on other people, yet I think it's going to be entertaining, so I do want to inflict them on other people. Do you have challenges when you're writing more cheery stuff? I mean, are there funny things? I don't write cheery stuff. <laughs> What's this cheery stuff you know, you're Wendy? talking about? What is this? <laughs> I saw you laughing it's a minute cheery. ago. I mean, you laughed once today. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I laugh sometimes, but... The only thing I want to say to Wendy is that um, when you read other people's pieces, do you feel they go into specific descriptions of their emotional state, or do you just feel what the per- what the character feels? I feel what the character feels. Okay, and and that's what I have to work on doing is right. putting that into the story. Right, but except for what you're saying is you're putting in your own emotion into the actions and the characters that are there. Mm-hmm. Therefore. To turn all the way around. You don't have to put in the emotion right. in your own writing. You can make the situation clear and the characters clear, and the people will feel the emotion by themselves. Okay. And that way, you know, you don't have to say, you know, I cried so hard, my eyes got all puffy. It's like, oh, I wouldn't write that anyway. I know, but you know what I'm saying. You yeah. don't have to go into description of how sad one was, right? Because people can relate. Yeah. And it's easier. That Somebody way. dies, they know it's sad. Yeah. Or it's hilarious. Or both. however they feel it. <laughs> Depends upon the person. It does. It really does. And the, and the mode of death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, not many people in the, in the American media were crying over Osama bin Laden's death, right? Right. The joke started flying, and there was very little sadness for the human being that died. Wow. Right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what no, about I, you, Debbie? You're just the opposite because you can let your emotions get carried away in it. Yeah, I was just, when she was talking about that, I was just thinking about one of the most emotional posts I wrote was when my daughter graduated high school. She was the only one of my three children who actually graduated, had the ceremony. My ex-husband chose not to show up and told her that he was coming and then not showed up. So at the end, the joy on her face for graduating and being around her friends and I was there and 
and then she called him to find out where he was in the stadium. And it was like the moment she heard him say he wasn't there, I've never seen someone that was so destroyed in my life. Mm -hmm. And I can write all that without saying how emotional I felt and that, that she cried and whatever, just that she was destroyed. You know, it killed her that he couldn't, whatever. How do you but write about her without letting your emotions get in the way? My emotion in that moment is anger. Okay, so I'm what trying point to convey you, what are you trying her to emotion, which was hurt and pain and let down. So to convey her feelings, I have to keep my anger out of it until the next paragraph where I go, motherfucker, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, I had to write that and then um, put it aside and then go back over it again because I was still so angry when I got home that night or maybe the next day when I sat down to write it. So you came back to it in pieces. Yeah. In a roundabout. I mean, and that's probably something that you keep getting caught up in is that you want to try to burn through it and it's burning you out. Yeah, I tend to be obsessive when I really get started on writing about something and it'll just spiral into the next thing, into Have the you next thing. Doing an oral writing rather than trying to because I find sometimes if I try to write things out, it gets very cut and dry. But if I record it or put it over and say it like I'm actually going to say it, that it's easier for me to write it later. I have to go over things in my head a lot before I say them, before they're going to come out right. A lot so of maybe times. if you... The, the speaking a lot of times is, I mean, when I sit here on the mic, things aren't flowing right out of my brain. Well, no, it's because <laughs> you're on the spot here, like now I can see it. But if you were at home, turn on your voice recorder and just tell that story. And then well, later... Say, it sounds already, I mean, she already has explained that she's putting up a wall between right. between what she wants to write and what she wants to feel. And those are two different things anyways, because you want to put something on the paper that's going to move the reader um, in its own way. And then she's talking about already, she has stuff that she wants to write. But then she edits before she even gets it to the paper instead right. of letting it all out and then editing it later. It's and getting it out of the brain, and it's not going to get out of my brain through my voice. It will get out of, out of my brain much more quickly, much more efficiently, and much more clearly if I write it. When? That I don't know. Don't say if I write it. Say when I oh, write it. Oh, when I write it. Okay. That wasn't when a when question. That was a when period. <laughs> That's what happens when you have an editor on the podcast. Okay. Now, all right. Well, what we talked about earlier, Wendy, is to break it down into smaller pieces. You don't have to yes. tell a whole big, horrible story. Um, but you can say, you know, you were at, you know, like in this one story, you were in a friend's house talking to a friend, and you can talk, and you can write out 10 pages on sitting at your friend's house, what you told her, what she said to you, without getting to even the big, horrible part. Mm -hmm. And if, by splitting it up into smaller pieces, it's easier to tackle, just like anything else. And every piece is an, as emotional as the next piece. And yeah, you're going to get to that one spot. And you know what? If you do the if you do the setup correctly, by the time you get to the part where really bad thing happens, that's the end. You know, it's over. You don't have to explain it anymore. Well, and I was going to another thing to add along to that is this story does have a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I'm still here, I guess. Nice try, Matt. <laughs> well, but all you know, all good stories have their their challenge, their struggle, and then 
the redemption, the victory, or whatever it is at the end. Yeah. And uh, you are, you know, I'm so I'm so sorry that you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Sweet of you. <laughs> but you'll feel lighter at the end of but it, no matter you, you what. Know what I no, mean. I think you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> and as you get through that and work through that, you understand, and you know now, looking back too, that it's a bad, you're in a better place than what oh, you absolutely. were before. So. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I do like when you guys are ready. <laughs> no, but it's just like in Debbie's story, where she said she wrote about her daughter who was waiting for her father to show up, and writing it from the point of view of, of the daughter. The scene ends. The bit, the bit ends. I called him up. He says, "I'm not coming." That's it. I mean, the heartbreak is there for everybody. You don't have to write about that. You don't that. have to write it because if you understand the characters and the expectations and what he said before and what mom said and my friend said and how this is going to be great for him to show up on the first one and nothing, you don't have to say anything else. We all know we're all, all of our hearts are broken. We don't. Nobody wants to watch someone's heart broken, and no one wants to read it. But they know when it happens. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. Unless you're Mel Gibson and you're making things about Jesus Christ getting pummeled by stones, and watch that for an hour and a half. What was that called again? <laughs> Anybody? But Mel Gibson, Passion of the, Mel- the Christ. Yeah, that Passion of the Christ. Christ. <laughs> that's it, the Passion. That's, yeah, that's right. right. Nobody even remembers yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Two, Two and a half hours of movie. <laughs> Flagellation. It was just really lovely. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> glad I can bring everybody together. So I'll hold hands and pray. I don't know. Well, except for sorry. Maybe this isn't as much about emotions as about overcoming some challenges that some people have with writing yeah. and getting their things out there. Yeah. Um, hopefully, that was helpful for everyone out there. I know it was helpful for me. Good. <laughs> uh, we meet if you're in Arizona, Greater Phoenix area. Every other week, Gangplank. Check out the website, StorytellersAZ.com, and we would love to have you because before we record these podcasts, we have a wonderful group therapy session. Uh, Tyler called it a support meeting. That sounds really bad. Support group? Group group therapy? therapy. (laughs) (laughs) No. We all have our advice. That's what he wants. Okay, now I know where he went. Not quite legal yet. (laughs) Everybody's coughing now. Okay, great. (laughs) Bring your own, okay? And with that, we will uh, call it a day. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time.